You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Chelsea, you want to see something that's not pretty tonight? It is not artistic or creative in any way, shape, or form. That's tonight's football game. Thursday night football. Panthers at the Bears. Holy Lord. <laughs> you just put the chat in the McRib at Thursday night football. If you want to make that argument, the Bears are laying three and a half points. The Bears are minus 175. The Panthers are plus 145 on the money line. Your total is set at 38 and a half. That is down from 39 yesterday. Okay, Chelsea. How should I bet this game? I don't think I want to bet this game, but what would you think about putting your money on? Okay, let's be honest here. How long Mm -hmm. did it take you looking at this game before you immediately thought to yourself, okay, it's time to consider the under? Because not only have unders been scorching hot this year in primetime, on Thursday nights, the unders are 22-7. and So if you've ever seen a great recipe for an under – Doesn't this have it? The Bears, the Panthers on Thursday night. We have seen much better teams go way under this total. And it's 38 and a half, which seems low, but like we've seen some 36s and a halves on the board uh, this year already. So it still feels palatable to to me. So you take the primetime unders trend, you look at both of these offenses, and I don't even care that much that the defenses are bad. When you have offenses that are so inept and can't move the, the ball down the field, I think it kind of takes away from the defense. Like I remember, I think it was the Packers and the Raiders game where it was the same deal. Both the defenses were terrible, but yet you see these offenses just failing to move the ball. So I think that's going to be the case tonight. I think the best play of it uh, almost seems too easy is the under. Do you think that's yeah. the sabotage factor, that it seems too obvious? Sometimes. Now, full disclosure, the BetQL five-star play of the night is to take the over. But whatever. I, I disagree. I disagree. I like the under, and I found this at 40 minus 136. You know me. I like to play up my totals and hit the under, and I like that even better. But ultimately, we know about primetime unders, right? Since 2016, they hit at a clip of around 60%. That's a trend that's been around for a while that you can usually look at. Secondly, the money is on your side. It's driven this total down. And honestly, when you look at these two offenses, these are just two bad offenses with a propensity for turning over the football. Carolina is ranked 28th in the NFL in total offense. Now, the Bears, this was surprising to me, they're ranked 19th in total offense. However, they are dead last in NFL turnover margin. And differential. So that tends to negate anything they do defensively. I'm with you. I think the under is the way to go here. Another slot best in prime time. 
Right. So if you like the under in a game, usually it means you shouldn't be on a bunch of props because sometimes you don't want to be rooting for a guy to get more yards or a touchdown if you want the score to remain low. So I looked at this game and I think at Mm -hmm. the end of the day, it came down to, do I really want to trust either of these quarterbacks? to get the job done. And we should talk about quarterbacks because there has been uh, some question marks regarding who was going to start for the Chicago Bears. But Mm -hmm. now it looks like it's Tyson Bajant. At least he is the quarterback who is listed for the props over at BetMGM. We heard some whispers that maybe we would get Justin Fields in this game. Doesn't look like it's going to be the case. So uh, I don't really trust either of these quarterbacks. So I don't think I want to play any receiving props Do you think there is any player that you can single out and say, hey, maybe I like a prop on this guy? I guess you could look at unders. The only prop I like, and I've been keeping an eye on him, it's actually a plus money, and it's Cole Komet anytime touchdown, which is plus 130 right now at BetMGM. And here's why I like it. Number one, Bears tight end, came alive last week against the Saints, had two touchdowns. I don't think you saw that one catch in the end zone where I don't know how – in the world he hauled that in also matt's saying right now if you shop around you can get this at over two to one but i think if you if you look at tyson beige and he's clearly a young guy who i think is over his head in the nfl but if you're a young guy in the national football league you know how this goes right you look for a security blanket early on a guy you can always go to and i feel like cole Komet has become that guy for tyson beige he has 18 targets and 16 catches in the past two games. It's a plus money, so I like Cole Komet. Anytime touchdown, he's gotten better as the season has gone on. A little chemistry there with Bajan, and again, I like the plus money. So what is his receiving prop? Because I think you know my stance on anytime touchdowns. It's just that sometimes I feel like a coin flip. If you do believe in Cole Komet, and if he is the security blanket for Tyson Bajan, I think you look at his receiving prop. Because he has hit the number that they have posted in each of the last two games, which are uh, games that Tyson Bajant has been playing. So the number's 35 and a half. That is a very low number for somebody who has been getting the target share, like you said, that he is getting. So for me, I think if there's a prop to look at, it would be Cole Komet's receiving prop just on the yards, not on the touchdowns. Because think about it. How many touchdowns do we see actually happening in this game? So you've got to build that into your handicap when you were playing anytime touchdowns. I feel like there's not going to be that many touchdowns. So the probability goes down of anybody scoring Mm -hmm. a touchdown. So I think I'd rather be on the yards. Well, do you have a side? We haven't even discussed that yet. And I think it's difficult here, particularly in a low scoring game. And you've got two bad football teams. I like the Panthers. I will take the Panthers in the extra half point because when you have a low-scoring game, like doesn't this sort of feel like it's going to be a field goal game? Hit the under, going to be 2017. I think the hook is the real difference here. And also, I know Bryce Young hasn't looked great this season, but the one thing that the Bears are terrible against defensively is allowing explosive plays. So they're in the bottom 10 of the NFL in that category. I think Young can make a play or two enough, even though he has not been great this season, at least against that Bears secondary, to hopefully keep the Panthers within the number. I'm not going to bet a side, but if I did, I think I would actually lean Carolina here. 
Yeah, this has nothing to do with the matchup and just the basic theory and strategy of betting on two bad football teams. If you think both of these teams are bad, wouldn't you just immediately consider the underdog? Like in even normal games, when you see a team laying three and a half points, you have to have quite a bit of faith to say, okay, this team uh, is capable of winning this game by more than a field goal. I do not think I have that type of faith in the Chicago Bears. So just based on that alone, if you think it's a low-scoring game, if you think both these teams are bad, mm-hmm. I think you lean towards the points and the three and a half. I'm definitely not playing it. Again, if you trust either side and you lose and you say to yourself, okay, well, that's what I get for trusting the Bears. That's what I get for trusting the Panthers. So I'm not going to put myself in that situation. No, I get that. And this is a game certainly that could go either way. What is your thought on Bryce Young? And he has not looked great coming off his his worst game as a pro. I think that he's been okay as a rookie, eight touchdowns, seven picks. The the problem is it's that CJ Stroud has like a 14 to 1 touchdown to interception ratio and so clearly when you look at the Panthers they could have had CJ Stroud now they have Bryce Young I'm not saying CJ Stroud is going to be a star and Bryce Young is not that's just the early way this is trending but do you think that Bryce Young is going to be the guy that Carolina wants him to be not at that price not at what they leveraged away to get him uh so far the returns do not look great like yeah I guess you could say he looks okay but that's putting it pretty nicely because his stats aren't that terrible. I think the one thing that stands out is also his size. Unless you have a great offensive line, which Carolina does not, this was not the right pick. I felt like they should have gone with somebody a little bit bigger. And you remind yourself of when the Panthers took like Cam Newton, who could do a lot of things and kind of put a Band-Aid on a very bad offense. Maybe long-term, that is not the key to being – a long-term successful quarterback, but Cam Newton did win an MVP and did take the Panthers to a Super Bowl. I'm not saying that there was anybody in this year's draft class that was the equivalent of Cam Newton, but you get what I'm saying. So I think it is dependent on the price that you paid for him, and right now it's looking like you got absolutely hosed. (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong about that. I'm rooting for Bryce Young. I like him a lot. And the big knock on him was that he just wasn't maybe big enough to play quarterback in the NFL. That really hasn't been a problem, though. He just hasn't gotten it done, and he plays on a bad team. But again, when you contrast his performance to what we've seen from C.J. Stroud, who looks like he's going to be an absolute superstar, yeah, it's disappointing. Though I do believe if we're looking at tonight's game and which quarterback has the potential to maybe have a maybe a bit of a breakout game, I think it is Bryce Sean, but we will certainly see. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.